Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we will talk about the Monday show with Sophia Amoruso and the Thursday show, Crystals, Croissants, Croissant, and special guest Jensen Karp. But first, I would like to welcome our fellow best friends and co-hosts for today. Hi, Raphael Casaneda. You like how I said that? Like a real white girl. <laughs> Hello, Lisa Lowry. How are you? I'm good. Hi, T.S., Hey, how's it going? Good. I'm so glad to have you guys both on the show. This was this week. I think it was just I don't know. Both episodes were super fun, and there's so much fun stuff to talk about because Podfest starts tomorrow, and I'm so fucking excited to see you guys. I have I am zero percent packed, so we'll see <laughs> we'll see how I get there. I might show up in like board shorts, and that's it. <laughs> so if I hear rifling, that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've given up for now. So. <laughs> Oh, so you're George Costanza. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm, I'm giving up. Yeah, I haven't started packing yet, but I don't have to fly anywhere. So, I mean, I have a basic uh, uniform that I wear plus an ARI YMBF t-shirt. I'm, that's pretty much it. I'll probably have something to change into for sure, but that's about it. Yeah, I was going to – I'm taking a shirt and I was like, oh, change after the podcast and then for when we go to Sir. And I was like, is that a crazy thing to do? But I don't think so. I'm not going to wear a T-shirt in this place. I know. I and the I, same and thought. I, really? Okay, see, yeah. I thought about wearing the Allison shirt because I figured, well, we all will, so whatever. But then I thought, well, I kind of want to dress up because I don't always get a chance to and I like to. But I don't know. They're not going to kick us out. I, I made a reservation for 12 and I think we have about eight people. And I tried to call and change it and they never call me back. So <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Maybe we'll just find some people on the street that want to come in and eat with us. But I'm, I'm super excited. I'm excited about the whole thing. I think I was so nervous at first because... After going to Jenna's live show, it was so nerve-wracking to meet everybody and just try and not fumble my words and just be like, I'm cool, but not at all. <laughs> and so I was so nervous, especially because now I'm going to be meeting all these people that, you know, other fans. So that's also, I don't know why it's so nerve-wracking. It's like, we know each other, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, we internet know each other. True. I mean, you guys have actually met, so. That's true. We we virtually know each other, <laughs> which is just like, I don't know. It's just going to be very interesting. So we're going to meet so many new people. And there are people that I haven't talked to on this show that are just fans of Allison's show that are going to meet up with us. And I'm hoping I'm going to recognize people because mostly people's pictures aren't them. <laughs> you know, they're going to tap me on the shoulder like, hey, like, hi, hi, there are you. But um, I'm super excited. Did you see that Jen's going? Oh, I didn't see. We were DMing, and she said that she got a ticket somehow, and that was before they released the extra hundred. Okay, good. She was DMing me too, and I thought, well, I don't know if she's announcing it on, on Twitter yet, but I figure on this show, why not? Jen, I'm so excited to meet you. Um, I'm excited to meet everybody. A lot of people on the Facebook page, you know, we're gonna—I don't—I don't know. It's just gonna be so, so, so much fun. And then going to Sir, you know, is gonna be funny. <laughs> so ridiculous it is it is totally ridiculous and that's you know people keep thinking like why do you want to go there it's like well because they're fans of it and we kind of have to i don't know it's it's a ridiculous place to go and i i want to go and make fun of it and i don't want to like it i want to make fun of it <laughs> yeah i was uh thinking i'm going with not high hopes but i do think <laughs> i will like it I think I'm I'm pretty easy to please, and I know not to order something stupid. So, I mean, how right. can they mess up that badly? 
So you're not going to get the goat empanadas that, that are on the menu? Probably not. <laughs> I feel like if you're if you order alcohol, you're fine. Everything's fine. You can have chips and like whatever, you know, I saw their their uh, happy hour menu. It's pretty inexpensive to go for a laugh. And I'm pretty easy to please too, I think. I'm like, whatever. That sounds good. I don't know. I think it'll just be fun to go. I was really hoping that Allison and Daniel would, would join us, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But no. I know. But you never know. You never know. If some We could have drop-bys. Who knows? Shall we talk about Monday's episode? Yep. All right. Uh, Sophia Amoruso, is that correct? Sure. Okay. <laughs> when I first saw her picture, I thought, wow, she's really pretty. And I thought, ooh, maybe her and Jeff. Like, I don't know why that just, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you have a thing about Jeff. I think he should be concerned. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know, huh? <sighs> anyway, so <Yeah>. she, <laughs> sorry, just had... lots of hearts just came out of my eyes or somewhere. Um. So she's an entrepreneur, and she started Nasty Girl and Girl Boss Radio Podcast. She's the host of. She's like a like a gazillionaire or something. I don't know. She's got her hands in every single thing. But um, th- her Netflix show sounds really interesting. I really want to see that. I I love any show that's based on somebody's life um, because they always make it like a little with a little twist or whatever. But it's everybody has a story, and it's not been told yet there's usually it's not just a copycat of something else it's it's going to be different it'll be interesting i think it's interesting that she started uh, with an ebay store which is exactly i thought well maybe i could do something like allison was saying but i've been selling on ebay for a million years and i did exactly some of the same things that she did not stealing (laughs) not stealing but i did sell vintage clothing and Back in the day when it was easy to find cheap and you could sell it for a lot of money on eBay, I did so much of that stuff. And I thought, oh, she has like a better mind and ambition to make it turn into something instead of just sitting in her shed (laughs) in the backyard. Well, it's a very nice shed. It's all painted. It's not like, you know, like an actual regular tool shed. So give yourself a little credit. Well, thank you. I'll take that. Yeah, it's a studio. There you go. Yeah. Now we're talking. I don't know. What did you guys think about her? Uh, T.S., what did you think? Uh, first of all, as someone from Sacramento, I, I feel the need oh, mm-hmm. to defend the town. She was talking a little trash. She it's, certainly was. Uh, saying it's all homogenous over here, which is, I mean, just not true. It's not true. I don't want to throw any shade. Sounded like maybe she grew up in the suburbs, you know, maybe... Maybe yes. had a different idea of what the town was like. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's funny because when she said that, I immediately was like, okay, good. We have somebody from Sacramento that can that can actually tell us the truth. I've only been there a few times. Not homogenous to me. Um, well, like literally, like we a couple years ago, at least, we were like the most ethnically diverse city in the country just because we have, you know, different kinds of people living here from all, all over. So, I mean, it's not homogenous in that way. Maybe she just didn't like the neighborhood she grew up in or whatever, but you know, it's, it's so, as someone who will sort of talk trash about my own city a little bit, um, I do still feel the need to, to speak up in its defense also. Absolutely. And I think, um, I don't mind if you throw a little shade, I'll probably be throwing a little her way and a little later, but I did want to, I was wondering about her roots in regards to what I was going to talk about. So I will bring it back up again, but Raphael, what did you think about her nasty girl? So when I first saw her picture, I was like, I have no idea who this is, but um, good thing you told me, uh, or you said she's good looking. I know she's good looking, but 
I'm on Google Image Search right now, and uh, it's uh, not bad. Um, she's really pretty. Like, she's model-ish, right? She's yeah, it seems like she's modeling in some of these pictures, because otherwise I don't understand why you would wear this see-through shirt outside. <laughs> but, Whoa, um, hello. Look that one up. She is the kind of person I would expect to be on Allison's show, because she's a strong woman who's independent, and... She is very successful. I think you could be the next Sophia Amoruso, maybe. If you, uh, I don't know what you'd have to sell, Lisa, but <laughs> you guys are on the on the right, on the same track. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's funny. She said she stole from stores, and I couldn't, I could, I, I couldn't feel more, you know, kindred spirits with her with the with the shoplifting because I was I was so good at it though. I did not get caught like she did, but. She stole from stores and sold it online. I feel that's misplaced entrepreneurial spirit, but still, good for you. <laughs> you know, she had the same justification, though, that corporation faceless, you know, thing where you just trick your mind. It's it's an immature thing, but I understand. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> T.S., did you ever get caught shoplifting? Um, no. Oh, once I took like a brownie from like a Circle K or something when I was like, like 14. And I was like, yeah, you know, and that was, that was about it. I remember taking a pack of, (laughs) it was like a pack of breath mints or, or gum or something like that from a store when I was, I don't know, eight years old. And I, I just didn't know to pay for it or whatever. And I got home and my mom asked me where I got it. And I said, I got it from the store. And like, I still feel pretty bad about it. (laughs) <laughs> so to answer the question no i wasn't a big shoplifter i was asking you you just mentioned lisa that you were uh shoplifting but uh wait did, um well back when i was a young teen my middle sister the bad influence that she is she was shoplifting and whatnot so one time me and both of my sisters went to the mall and they were and mainly the middle one was telling me you know to steal some clothes and how to do it and of course we got caught and it was a very awkward bus ride home <laughs> with my dad after you picked us up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my my sister and I, well first of all, I had my best friend and I, we would go we literally it turned into a sport because we would start stealing things we didn't even need. It was just like we would go to the beauty supply places and just steal you know all the hair dye and all the everything and just we just got so good at it. <laughs> Which is not great, but we had the whole system down. Then my sister and I would do it, and to the point where we were like at Nordstrom stealing prom dresses, and then we would return them for money. <laughs> I don't know how we would do that. I have n- do not have those matzo balls now, not at all. Yeah, I I know that's uh that's uh one of the ways that people used to do it, and then that and then they started asking like for ID, and then they would keep track of who was returning stuff. Yeah, we we ruined it for all those people. (laughs) (laughs) Allison was on Molly McAleer's uh, Lifetime TV movie podcast called Mother May I Sleep With podcast. And uh, Molly tells a story about some friend of hers in high school who had like tens of thousands of dollars worth of shoplifted stuff. Wow. Yeah, we used to have drawers of just hair dye and shampoo and like every kind of like possible thing you could think of that at some point you just are never going to use it. But I don't know if I would have had it now. See, now what I do, this is like a weird thing that I do because I sell so much on eBay and right now I've kind of taken a break from it, but I don't steal anymore. (laughs) Let's just get that out there right now. 
But mm. Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you notice I changed my hair color for a reason. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but whenever I get something that let's say I get something I don't want and I want to return it to the store, brand new, whatever, instead of returning to the store and taking the time, I'll just put it on eBay and sell it. So if I would have had that back then, it would have been like, I would have had a whole beauty supply shop. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny that she got her start that way, kind of, and, and getting busted. If I would have gone to jail, I almost got busted a few times and I just, I was always able to talk my way out of things. I don't know how, but people just always believed me. <laughs> so... I don't know. I But she like, went to jail. I don't know. That's, yeah. Oof. Like you say, talk your way out of things. Like, what would you say? <laughs> like, oh, I already, I already had that or whatever. That's hmm. used, you know, or you don't sell these here. Or, or I don't know. I, oh, I see. Just, or I would know they didn't have cameras. I'd say, I know I didn't, I just didn't. It was my word against theirs. Okay. Like my sister and I stole, <laughs> this is so like crappy, but we stole shoes from Payless. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> they can't afford to have cameras. <laughs> so uh it's not good. Kids, don't don't steal. It's not worth it. Going to jail would have totally ruined my life. See, I was in this kind of like dream bubble of like, oh, nothing's gonna hurt me. I'm invincible and I don't know. And and also growing up in a place that was homogenous and everyone had things and we didn't have shit that we were like, well, we wanna you know, have all the same stuff that everyone else has. So we stole it and it's, we're, yeah, we were still poor. So it didn't really change much. <laughs> well, you had, uh, you had pay less shoes. So <laughs> it was worth said, it in the end. I just said for rich people, <laughs> pay less. <laughs> that was my example. How nice. So Sophia talked about, uh, at an early age, these are all things I related to. At an early age, thrifting. I was obsessed with going to thrift stores since probably like I was sixth grade or seventh grade. Just obsessed with everything that's old. And um, but then I then starting to sell, especially she doesn't sell on, on there anymore because the message boards and the, the everyone's is so, such assholes. And it's so true. And I know I've shared with you one of the assholes that I ran into on eBay with my roller skate debacle. I don't know if you guys remember that one now with, you know, I don't do Craigslist that often, but I did have to do that. And I still, am going to do a reenactment with Raphael about this guy that I was trying to sell something with him, but people fucking ruin it. And, but also with vintage clothes, people are vintage Nazis. That's their name. I mean, they're, they're crazy about, about oh, things. All Nazis are vintage Nazis. Cause it was like a thirties, <laughs> forties thing. Oh my gosh. Um, so, <laughs> so girl boss, uh, she said a girl boss is someone choose, you choose your life rather than letting it choose you. And like Raphael, what you're saying, how she's just a strong independent woman, which is, I don't know if it seems like there's more of that breeding out there. I don't know if that's the words to say it, but that seems to be like more, I don't not even acceptable. It's just become, it's becoming more Common. Common. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just, I'm cheersing you. I can't imagine, I don't know, she talks about being in a relationship with, with guys. What do you, would you be able to handle being in a relationship with someone as strong and independent as she is? I know, you know, I don't know. Is that old fashioned to ask that question? Well, I mean, it depends on, you know, she makes a lot of money. So it depends on, you know, how, how high tech is her kitchen that she needs to stay in? 
No, um, <laughs> I feel like I was like, wow, I think they think I'm serious. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I, I would, it would be a little weird, but I don't know if, yeah, I, I've never, I've never been at all close to dating someone who is worth like $240 million. So I, I can't really, I, I don't know what that would be like, what problems you would run into. What about you, Rafi? <laughs> so, yeah, also I, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone who was like a millionaire, let alone dated one, but um, I don't like to discuss money because, as we all know from the Ten Crack Commandments, rule number uno. <laughs> so, Coming from the highest Patreon supporter to date. Uh, who revealed that? Oh, uh, that know. was you, I believe. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I think it, it has to do with how the person treats you and how they, like what's the word I'm thinking of the way they, I don't know, just the way they live their life. Cause like, I mean, if, if they're like rubbing it in your face that you're not as well off as them, that would be terrible. I think it just depends on how they would treat you. But I think, isn't it like every guy's dream that they would have like a, a rich lady. You would but, think, but these independent women always seem to be single. Well, also like, 75% of people are crazy and bad at relationships. <laughs> That's generous, by the way. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's a lot of people like, oh, people don't like me because I'm too independent or too smart. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, there's probably other stuff going on, too. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, in theory, there's a lot of guys who would want to hook up with a, a rich uh, girlfriend, wife, with fill in the blank. But in practice, maybe it's a little different. It's like the guys who want to data stripper or a porn star or something right. like yeah that'd be that'd be great and then you spend the entire time feeling you know like you're not worth shit because your your girlfriend pays for everything <laughs> exactly see i was always that person i was never a 200 million dollar person but back in the day i was always the girl that was paying for everything in relationships and it just made it it was just weird it was just made it kind of awkward to always be that person but because then you feel like that that's the only reason why someone's with you i dated a lot of deadbeats i don't know if you guys know this <laughs> i gathered that from the uh, many 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 stories <laughs> like i would have two two or three jobs and be going to school and still paying for everything I'm like what am i paying for you to sit on your ass to do nothing um yeah i like that she kind of became more down to earth when she was talking about her fart noises and doing the fart noises. And then I thought, okay, maybe her and Jeff will hit it off. <laughs> uh, so actually she's married. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm still on the Googles and whatnot. And um, yeah, she married a guy. I don't know what he does or any of that, but there's some site that's complaining about their Prince registry. Oh, Really? Oh, God. Well, yeah, because, like, the stuff is, like, a few hundred dollars. Everything is, like, you know, could be, like, $900 or whatever. But it's, like, if you're rich, your friends are rich, usually. So True. what's the problem if they buy you a $900 box from whatever the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I think... I can't even imagine having that much money. And I, I know they talked about that a little bit on the Thursday show, so we can talk about that then. But... um. Talking about, we've talked about farting on here and like the whole Allison farting in front, Daniel and Allison farting in front of each other, which 
is I, I couldn't agree more with Sophia because she, first of all, I find farts very funny. I think it's when I hear the noise, it makes me laugh every time. When I see someone bending over, I make fart noises. Whether it's in my head or out loud, I do it. Even when I bend over, I'll preemptively make a fart noise so that my husband doesn't. <laughs> but it, like she, exactly like she said, I farted in every relationship. It's a slippery slope to becoming bros. And that's exactly it. Like if you fart in front of each other, that's like friends. I was just thinking, when's the last time someone who was on the cover of Forbes did an armpit fart? <laughs> um, what do you think is worse? Nose blowing in public or farting in public? Oh, uh, farting, I gotta say. And like, definitely. Our, yeah, that's what? crazy. Definitely yeah, okay. farting. Well, okay, so like the nose blowing thing <laughs> totally grosses me out when I'm at a restaurant or something and it's like someone's like making that horking noise and just like, just, I, I don't know. It's so disgusting. But then, of course, if, I don't think I've ever heard anyone fart at a restaurant though. That would be very strange. I recently went to Rite Aid and I was getting some cold medicine. And you know, when you're in there and there's nobody else around, it's like, okay, cool. And I'm not saying I farted. That just sounded like I was gearing up to say that. I went into the section to get my medicine and there was one other guy in there. So it was just him and I, and then he just rips one. <laughs> and he didn't, didn't like move a muscle, didn't like nothing and did not ruffle his feathers at all and i did like the wide-eyed like look to my left look to my right and i'm like okay i'm not gonna dash out of here but i'm just gonna take what i need and then i just left because i thought well what if someone comes around the corner and they smell and i think it's me <laughs> but he didn't give a shit he just like busted ass right there well there's only one witness it's like who are you gonna believe <laughs> right it's it's your word versus his if anyone comes around the corner that's true I know, and they looked at side of, you know, you size people up. You might be like, mm, probably this gassy girl over here. <laughs> I feel like people probably don't look at you and think, look at this gassy girl over here. <laughs> I hope not. That guy was, yeah, that guy looked more gassy than I did. Yeah, I've never, have either of you had anyone fart at a restaurant around you before? Uh, not that I can remember. Okay. No. I know being on an airplane and having someone fart is, like, the worst. So I think in that respect, farting is worse than blowing the nose. But I guess farting is just worse all around. You're, you guys are right. I do relate to her view of fart humor. So so her Nasty Gal book comes out, uh, or it already came out. Or maybe it's her second book. I don't know. I guess I should have been paying attention more. But her show comes out uh, mid-2017 on Netflix. And I'm super excited to watch that. But... I was not very excited about her attitude during JMOs. What did you guys think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. Not everybody gets the JMO thing. Like, you come in on someone else's show and you're going to... I don't know. I, did, I didn't like that. And then I started thinking she was a little bit persnickety. <laughs> and it made me think, I don't know where she came from, like what her roots are. I know she's a self-made person, but usually when people come from something, it's a little easier to get there. So I'm just curious how that happened and where she came from. So this is the part where I'm like, so where in Sacramento do you think she came from? Oh, I was like, it would be Roseville or like Granite Bay or something. These mean nothing to you, but right. she sounded like she was kind of from the suburbs. And she talked about being sort of anti-capitalism and against money and living with hippies who lived in trees or whatever. Um, and just to stereotype, when I hear about that sort of thing, I think about people, young people whose parents had money. True. Trustafarians. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, she that's kind of what came off to me at, towards the end where I was like, hmm, I don't like this. <laughs> she seemed kind of down to earth in the beginning and then kind of sh- showed sh- uh, her true colors came out a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't like anybody disrespecting Allison's show ever or, or her segments or anything. And I thought, you know, some silly JMOs came up on the Thursday show, but Jensen Karp is like, he's... Uh, He's professional, you know, and he turns anything into something funny. So I don't know. She just kind of she kind of gave up and and peed on it. I think <laughs> she farted on it. She did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I think she clearly felt comfortable, which was nice. But yeah, as as a listener of the show, you know, when people don't get the the JMO thing and are like, "Well, I don't get why these people are saying these things. That's not a common situation." Like, yeah, it's kind of. The point is that it's sort of, is this just me or everyone's, you know, you, right. you guys know, obviously. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, just go with the flow and play play the game. You know, I don't know. Um, Rafi, do you, what did you think about her? Are you still uh, eye-fucking her on the internet there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm reading her Wikipedia, is that weird? <laughs> Wikipedia page, and, um, but I'm... I'm kind of with her. You guys know occasionally a JMO I hear uh, doesn't strike my fancy and it bugs me a bit. But uh, so I'm with her on that. But then again, you know, when you're going on someone's show, like uh, you have to you have to play along. Right. Like she called JMOs for Aeros bored. <laughs> you must be bored. <laughs> oh, no. And I always have the stress of what if one of my JMOs is read on a Monday and it's somebody like this is going to pick apart my bullshit that I sent in. Your one chance to have one on. We can revisit just for a second the, her friends, her her hippie friends from yes. Portland or wherever she was. Olympia. Grabbing like, yeah, grabbing a, like a dead deer and then skinning it because, I don't know, someone <laughs> hit it with a car or something. Yeah, that kind of lifestyle is exactly like you said. Like, it's so... You have enough money wherever you came from to have to fund this kind of lifestyle to be weird <laughs> and to be a, a freegan oh come on <laughs> you're literally making things up now but although i do like the whole idea of living off the earth and not creating more whatever but it just seems i don't know i i used to be friends with people that were squatters a lot of uh grindcore dudes that the more I thought about it, I'm like, you're staying at somebody's house. Somebody has to go to work to pay for all the shit that you guys are mooching off of. Eventually, you're, you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. they're just getting out of dumpsters. They're, they're finding ways to get food for free to, like, not add to the capitalistic, you know, monster of this country or whatever. Yeah, but but somebody's getting up out of, the, out of bed and having to pay for it somewhere. Hey, man, that's just the man's system, man. <laughs> oh, you sound like someone I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Should we talk about the Thursday episode? Sure. All right. Uh, we were her little watermelon Jolly Ranchers, which um, I believe I've had one time. When Jolly Ranchers first came out, I was in fifth grade, and I was so excited about these things because I was in school eating candy or something, and it was a watermelon one. And I <laughs> and I and it got stuck in my teeth, and my teeth, my jaws got stuck shut. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my uh, only thing with, with watermelon Jolly Ranchers. But, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. I, I don't think I've seen a, a Jolly Rancher for a while. Do you guys remember the Jolly Ranchers they used to have that were, like, flat like a ruler that people would no. get? 
No, I, I see. I, this is one of those things where, like, hey, do you guys remember that thing? And then no one remembers that thing. <laughs> um, no, but when I, I remember I used to go to the, the swimming pool uh, during the summer as a kid, and they, they'd have a little snack bar. And one of the things they had was, like, the Jolly Ranchers that were, like, flat and long, like a ruler. Interesting. I don't remember that at all. You're much younger than me, though. I don't know what you kids are up to anymore. They're crazy candies. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy candy from the early 90s. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. Mine was. I had mine in the late '80s when my jaw was stuck shut, and I was freaking out. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm in class, and I can't do anything. No, I was just thinking about the Sophia Amoruso thing. Like, my whole thought was when she was talking about you know money, and you know, now she's obviously into making money or whatever. My thought was if if I was worth you know 250 million dollars or whatever, and people knew that. I would just always be thinking, oh, people want to kidnap me, probably. Like, this is, I am in constant danger because some guy read on the internet that I'm worth probably much more money than I'm actually worth, but he's definitely going to stick a gun in my ribs and try to take me somewhere. I agree. I would be living a very stressful lifestyle. Who's going to kidnap me? Who's going to use me as a friend? Who's going to date me because I have money? And also, you know, when someone says, like you said, if somebody says, okay, you're worth $240 million, doesn't mean you're carrying around $240 million in your purse. You know, but people are dumb. So they'll just... Yeah. Well, know. also, like, there's a lot of bullshit on the internet about how, oh, this celebrity's worth, you know, $90 million because they read it on celebritynetworth.com or whatever, and it's just some numbers that some guy was guessing. Right. <laughs> Do you guys look at Celebrity Net Worth? Because my friend loves that. And then so I'm like, oh, let me look up some people. And then I'm like looking and I'm like, there's no fucking way. And then there's <laughs> some people where I'm like, ooh, good for him. <laughs> I never have seen that. I've never even heard of it. Honestly, when he just said it, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> like he was just making something up to like fit the... <laughs> yeah, it is the thing that comes up if you Google so-and-so. Like the autocomplete will be, you know, John Stamos Net Worth or whatever. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm glad you're that was on the top of your, At the top of your head, John Stamos. <laughs> He's my first famous person that I thought of for some reason. Oh, it's a good, relevant, timely. So I, I love that Jensen Karp uh, related the Thursday gang atmosphere as Central Perk, a Central Perk vibe, which was really funny because they were all excited about it. But then he quickly changed it to Jacuzzi, which I didn't, I, I don't know if, if, how you guys feel about jacuzzis, but if there's a party and someone says, hey, come over for a party, there's a jacuzzi, I'm not going. Um, yeah, I'd have to know the people pretty well. That's like a, hey, that's a, yeah, yeah, I don't feel comfortable with that vibe. I don't know. I've never been in a hot tub and I don't plan to start. That's, I think, like, when weird things start happening, jacuzzis are always involved. Get some Bartles and James in, some, in a jacuzzi and I don't know. Yeah. If you remember the old Thursday gang, I think uh, Chris Loxamana said that eating ice cream in a, in a hot tub is like the best thing ever. <laughs> okay, I've had a popsicle in the bath before. <laughs> Same I beg thing. your pardon? <laughs> <laughs> because wait, that sensation that you're talking about, okay, that sounds gross. Okay, that thing where you're like in something hot and you're eating something cold is kind of cool. <laughs> it's oh. like Sweden, Jerry. Sweden. <laughs> yes. Oh, but so Greg was gone and I was, I'm always bummed when Greg's gone, but Jensen, I think filled in famously. And I think, I don't even know if that's the word, fabulously, famously, I don't know, fucking know. Um, he is so quick witted and funny that 
I feel like when someone like that is in the room, it brings everyone else out and they're all like that. Not that they're, it's just a different dynamic. It's not that it's bad or worse or good or better or whatever, but it's just, it's a different atmosphere with Jensen there. And I thought that if him and if he could fill in all the time, that'd be awesome with anybody gone. And who else was on last? Oh, Christina Pashitsky. I think her and Jensen and Allison together would be a really funny show, but I don't know. What do you guys think about Jensen? Uh, He was really, really good. Yeah. Although it was funny. She mentioned she didn't know that he was at the podcast. I assumed when he was the guest that that's the reason that he was the co-host for this episode. But coincidentally, Allison just had no idea he was he was going to be there. Yeah, I like how it was mentioned coincidentally. Like, oh, you're going to be there too. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And he's going to be there on Sunday. Are either of you guys going Sunday? So yeah, I'm going to be there all weekend. Yeah, I bought the three day pass, and unfortunately, there's three podcasts I want to go to on Sunday, but I'm going to miss two of them because oh. I will be busy doing something else. But mm. if you recall, oh, I don't know, May 28th of 2015, when I recorded my BYOF with one JMOs and Bobos at the time, <laughs> I mentioned uh, she should have a guest named uh, Jensen Carp, and he yeah. was on the show, thanks to me, of course. So Allison has lots of questions at dinner. So I think it's funny that she has so many questions about the fish but then when it comes to the pollo pepperoncino she doesn't ask the waiters if it's spicy like you have a million questions about seafood but then when it comes to this totally questionable item that you're not gonna obviously not gonna like like she landed on the worst thing she could ever pick with pepper in the name of the (laughs) thing like it's just gonna be bell pepper it's either gonna be tons of like caked with black pepper or it's pepper it's not gonna be <laughs> oh how how are you guys with spicy food? I love it. I'm pretty good with it. Being Mexican, it's what you eat all the time. So I wanna I wanna try this because she's like, it was so spicy, and I guarantee you it's not at all spicy. Yep, I guarantee I agree. I was like, okay. And it actually did sound kind of good, like a thin spicy sauce. <laughs> it yeah, pretty I was thinking, good. It's like a like a oily thing, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds fucking great." It totally does. I'm like, that sounds like something I would have ordered, but I would have expected it to be spicy. <laughs> it just, like you said, it, it has pepper in the name, and her sister being no help—that's unfortunate. But she asked so many questions of the waiter or the waitress. Why not ask that really important question, especially if you don't like spicy food? And it's got pepper in the name. <laughs> It's almost like she asked so many questions that she just was like, I'm just going to pick whatever. And her mind just went blank and you're going to pick the worst thing possible. Well, I think she was saying that she'll like, you know, like kind of be like, and what about this thing? And then she expects them to like explain what it is. But I guess they just glossed over the spiciness. (laughs) Pepperoncino. Oh, but, like Daniel was saying, like those like little banana pepper looking things, whatever they are, those aren't spicy at all. So I think that's what they were kind of going off of. Right. And I think what Colonel Jeff was saying, pepperoncinis or pepperoncinis, which have a little bit of spice. If you are if you're if you don't like spice that they have a little bit of something. But if you're not like which funny is my Mexican friends, <laughs> they come over to my house and my food is too spicy for them. <laughs> But they're like, ketchup is too spicy. <laughs> oh. 
this is any chance I get, I use this joke. It's uh, Jesus Nice from the Bodega Boys. Why do you know why white people put lemon in their water to make it less spicy? And it's nice, <laughs> like, like my favorite joke of all time. Yeah, my husband's mom. She makes guacamole with just a little bit of pepper, and then she'll say, ooh, it's got a real bite to it. And she's such a Midwestern white lady that my husband and I look at each other and just like, oh, my gosh. My husband has to put something spicy on everything. Everything has sriracha on it. Everything has something spicy. I don't know how he came out of that household, but, um, yeah, pepper is spicy over there. But, uh, yeah, so... I think asking her sister that most important question should have been gone should have gone to the to the waitress. I just I don't know. Sometimes I think she needs like a not a, a food tutor, but she needs like a tr- I don't even know what the word is, like someone to just be with her to say, "Hey, no prunes and cauliflower together and no more I can't believe it's not butter spray on anything ever." And then don't don't order this pollo pepperoncino, please. Just a negociant. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what it needs to be. So the Patreon bonus episode with Jenna is up right now as we speak. So they said there's a lot of juicy gal chat, which sounds disgusting and awesome and intriguing. So if you guys aren't supporting Allison yet, go to AllisonRosen.com and become a supporter. I know you guys both are, and I am, of course. And it's been really worth it. I think it's been a little slow with her posting, but I bet she's probably preparing for LA Podfest and whatnot. Have yep. either of you heard the new bonus app? I know we don't like to tell tell all, but we got to tease it a little bit to get uh, more listeners or more listeners to support her. Yeah, I'm about forty minutes in, something like that. It's I'm I'm glad to be a Patreon supporter in general, and it is especially cool to get these bonus episodes. Um, I would encourage anyone to donate, even if it's like a one-time donation, just so they can get the bonus episodes. It's really cool. If you're a fan of the show, you will definitely appreciate the bonus episodes. Rafi, where, where, where do you stand? <laughs> I, I'm listening to the episode. I'm like maybe 20 or so something minutes in. Lots of boob chat. So if you're not into that, maybe fast forward. If you're a creep. <laughs> Also, fast forward, you <laughs> fucking weirdo. Um, I'm distracted because now I'm on Yelp and I googled the dish name and I think I found the restaurant they went to. Really? And, but it says served with spicy pepperoncino sauce. So I think that's on her. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. oh the sauce actually does look spicier than I would have thought, but it looks good. Maybe we should go there that after. actually sounds like fest. We go to Sir and just have a drink and then like throw it in Jax's face. And they're like, all right, we're on to get some pollo pepperoncino. We're going to go to the palm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that guy better not be eating that and fingering his date. <laughs> uh, all right. Enough said. Juicy gal chat. Um, so UFC fight. Did, did you want either of you want to talk about that? Um, they didn't really go around the table and ask everyone how much money it would take for them to take that kind of beating. So I'm curious what, how much it would cost for you guys to get choked out in the UFC. <laughs> you, I, I'm glad you added that last part. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, TS, where do you stand on UFC and would you get choked out for a price? I mean, specifically if we're talking about getting choked out, that's, that's at the bottom of the list of things that could potentially go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh like i'm i if i'm keeping my teeth i'm pretty happy like mm, that is so a good if day. we're talking big money then that's good uh 
Yeah, anything permanent, any permanent change in my body is bad. Uh, any temporary unconsciousness, not not as bad. Um, as far as MMA, UFC stuff, I'm not super into it. Yeah, um, what what's the price tag on on your uh, your knockout? I mean, I feel I'm not comfortable with you asking this question. Like that. <laughs> I feel like some sort of indecent proposal type situation. <laughs> um, oh, that would be <laughs> that's a reboot of Indecent Proposal, starring Chris Brown. Um, no, I I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know. It depends on what would happen to me if it's just getting choked out. Like, I don't know, a couple thousand bucks. Like, it's not it's not as scary as someone like punching you until you're unconscious. I don't know. I the more I was thinking, about it, I was like, oh yeah, five hundred million, do whatever the fuck. Like, okay, you can kick my ass. But now that you're like t- you're stating each little thing, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> teeth. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, permanent. Sure, you end up with like cauliflower ear, or Oof. you get like a like a nostril torn or something. Like like stuff could happen. Oh god, yeah, you're right. Permanent stuff, not into. Uh, temporary. I, I don't know what would my price tag be. Uh. Yeah, five hundred thousand, no biggie. What about you, Raffy? Little Raffy, that's gonna be your fighting name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking about it. Actual number? It's gotta be life changing a little. Well, yeah, because like, not that like getting beat up is that bad. Like, it's not good, obviously. <laughs> but also, I have a weird relationship with money, where like I want money, obviously, but also if someone was like, do this terrible, humiliating thing for like. A large amount of money I'd be like yeah I don't need it like I, I don't need it and it's like even though it's temporary I don't really care about the money that much um, there is a movie called cheap thrills uh, where it's kind of like a it reminded me because um, this this guy and his wife or something meet these guys in a bar and this guy just lost his job and they start offering them money to do stuff like uh, hey I'll give you 50 bucks if you punch that bartender and then they like run off you know and then it like escalates from there, and you guys should check it out. It actually good. sounds pretty good. <laughs> I just yeah, wrote it's it da- down. It's David Koechner and Ooh, I forget I the other people. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think I have a price. Like when my friends tell me, "Hey, do that impression," I'm like, "No," because I don't I don't do that for you. I just do it out of the blue. <laughs> Here, I'll, I do it alone in front of the mirror later. Don't worry do about it. it. I do it for me, okay? So <laughs> I just if look- I'm get beat up. I'm doing it for me, not not for the money. That's true, but you're independently wealthy because I, I just looked you up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> those, those websites are very inaccurate. Unless yeah. it's Wells Fargo, then it's very accurate. <laughs> That's what rich people always say. I love how how surprised Allison was that everyone was like, oh, yeah, for $500 million, you can do whatever the fuck you want to me. She's That's just like, such a high mm-hmm. fucking number. It is. Yeah. I know Colonel Jeff's like, that's like a half a billion dollars. <laughs> it's like a literally half a billion dollars. Like, that's more than Beyonce. That's more than Jay-Z. That's, that's a lot of money. Twice as much as Sophia. Uh, and Jensen said, 500 million? You're scared to hear what I would do for that. And he said, this jacuzzi is going to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really fun. Just thinking, every time they said the word jacuzzi, I actually pictured them in a jacuzzi. <laughs> Yeah, me. I started to picture it too. I, and I think uh, Ray Morgan or Jason Dix. We need to see a drawing of that. And by the way, no more, no more Thursday games. Let's call them the A Team. I think it's way better. Okay, so oh, we talk- A like Allison that works. Yeah, you like that? And they could all be in like the van. I don't know. It's cool, right? 
You lost They're, me with the van. Okay. <laughs> they would be in the love bus, first of all. I know, you're right. So we talked a little bit about being oh, rich. Oh, care of van. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah, money, buying happiness, and, you know, when I, I used to work for very rich people, so I was around, you know, millionaires every single day, living in their houses and raising their kids and cleaning their houses. And it was, I don't, it was interesting. It was interesting to be the help. And then also I was enjoying their houses more than they were because they would be at work or gone or whatever. And I'm like, I got your golf cart. I've got your kids. I've got your credit card and I've got your private beach. This is what's happening. That sounds crazy out of context, by the way, that sentence you just said. <laughs> I've got your golf cart. I've got your kids. (laughs) I've got your credit card. Now meet me at the corner with the bag of money. But being in their house, I, I definitely have it. it, It's like she was saying it just, or they were all saying that money doesn't buy you happiness, obviously, but it buys you comfort and being comfortable certainly makes me more happy. And it's not about the things and the, and the, the little, the crap, like the stuff that I collect anyways is worth nothing. It's just old, antique bullshit that nobody wants anyways i would have a whole house full of this bullshit i'd be like sanford and son but i think that if you have the right mindset like if you're not born with all of this wealth i think that you appreciate it more and then it doesn't seem i don't know it doesn't ruin you i guess i don't know what what do you guys how do you guys feel i guess we already know about you Ruffy, with your relationship with money you're like fuck it also there's a Beatles song called can't buy me love oh good one i'm just burning hundred dollar bills over there what about uts uh sorry what was the question more is just talking about money yeah like how, what do you, do you feel like i don't know the way they were saying it you know it doesn't buy happiness but it buys comfort and she was talking about you know being in rich people's houses and seeing yeah. things that you could have well there's there's a floor and a ceiling but it's it's in the middle is is all like they've done studies where you know over seventy five thousand dollars a year like money doesn't make you much or at all happier and like human happiness regresses towards the mean is how they put it like if you won the lottery tomorrow you'd be super happy for i don't know a couple months or whatever but you would you'd gradually return to whatever your your baseline level is and conversely like if you got in some terrible car accident and lost your leg you'd be super bummed out for a couple months but then you would eventually you would move towards whatever your natural disposition is and then you're only going to change that if you work on yourself and change your disposition and i think there's plenty of rich people who aren't super happy i'm sure and it's nice i think people like to think that oh if i just had fill in the blank i'd be happy um and i think money is a big big one of those but i think after a certain point or up up until slash after a certain point it, it doesn't really do what people want it to do for them they're just less happy in their terrible marriage but in a in a bigger house right it just magnifies whatever your problem is already or if or you know the way you said it was very well put so we'll stick with that i know i see some of the richest people and they're so unhappy i was like you can't buy their horrible personalities you can't buy anything with that you have to have that good foundation so yeah plus people who grow up with money like it's just kind of they're even less impressed by fancy things so it's like if, if they're inoculated to whatever whatever charge you would get out of having, you know, a fancy backyard or whatever, if they grew up with one that was twice as big, it probably wouldn't mean as much. That's very true. So Jensen's 
uh, podcast, get up on this. Um, still haven't listened to it. And I keep, the last time he was on, he was such a great guest the last time. And I'm like, I'm totally going to listen to this. And, and I didn't. But his new one with his mom, Motherly Love, sounds so fucking hilarious. I want them to do like a special episode with all of the Thursday gang parents because I, I don't know. I, this is like a million dollar idea, I think. And he's always at the front of like the best ideas. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just excited about it. What about you? Mother, motherly love. I, of course, am a listener because I listen to pretty much everything he does. Um, it And I, you you hear his mom on his podcast every now and then. And just hearing her like she's funny she says weird things and she's just and you if you like he always says on uh, motherly love that if you are listening to the podcast you should follow her on instagram and it's pretty funny i don't have anything else to say but just listen to it because she's an interesting character it sounds really funny ts have you listened I have not listened, though. I, I do like the concept of the podcast of the guy giving out advice with his with his mom. The cover photo for the podcast is of them when he was like a little kid, and it's insane looking. You guys should check it out. <laughs> I did like slash <laughs> was I was I, I won't say I like I was amused by her advice of, you know, just start with uglier girls. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I uh, I need to listen to this. And I do need to listen to the Get Up On This with Allison. There's a few episodes that she's been on of other shows that I have not listened to yet because I'm a horrible fan. But I'm finally catching up on all my shows and I just, it's like, oh my god, I just need like a week where like nobody bothers me and I can just listen to my shows and get caught up. But yeah, I, I have to listen to that because every time I listen to her on another show, then I'm like, okay, I'm a fan of that show now or, you know, whatever. So, and he's so funny, but I, what doesn't he do? It's just like, it, it amazes me. He just does everything. But you being two dudes and younger than me, um, do you remember the crystal culture? <laughs> Not math. No, but... The fact that Allison said that for a while her thing was getting a crystal and putting it on a leather cord, I was just like, wow. I and was obsessed with crystals. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it took me a second to decipher what you said, like the crystal culture. Is that, what is that? And they're like, oh, you mean the the weirdo culture of people walking around with crystals. Right, actually. like the weird pagan crystals whatever i think it was about sixth grade when i first started getting into crystals and um <laughs> i almost said something i shouldn't share that even though i share everything apparently um witchcraft <laughs> that does not surprise yeah me. i was gonna say that's the least surprising thing okay. you've ever said <laughs> but not like dark just you know Whatever. Anyways, but I was obsessed with crystals and, uh, you know, d burning different, like, powders and the oils. And they're talking about going to these crystal shops. And this this is where I, like, thrived. My friend and I would go. And this is the funny thing. We would go and buy stuff there. And, like, we were always going to all the different crystal stores. But I would also start stealing from there. And I thought, that's probably pretty bad karma. <laughs> And I think him being into crystals, I don't know. I don't know how he got into that. If it's becoming popular again, is that what they were saying? So it's probably just the next thing. But I... Oh, it's... it's it's. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've not uh -huh. plotted up the chart of 
crystal popularity, <laughs> but it seems to be a thing. I know, uh, what's her name? Molly McAleer is super into it, and I've heard other people talk about being into it. Sounds like you're an authority. Um, I... Shh, all right, I think you're projecting, <laughs> witchy poo. I had, yeah. I had, Fancy like, witch, like Jits and Carpenter. Yes, I'm really his mom. Oh, my God, with, like, gypsy dresses. I could totally pick. He explained her exactly, like, how I pictured her. Yeah, I had the rings. I had the necklaces. I'm sure I had the leather one, but... I was just obsessed with them, but I don't know if they, I don't really know what any of it does. I don't remember any of that. It was quite a while ago. I was definitely into like wizards and dragons for a minute. That was right after, a little bit after my surf and sand puffy paint phase. And then I got into like a Southwest howling coyote phase. <laughs> nice. Some nice wolf shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then it was straight into the witchcraft and ordering stuff from i think it was papa jim's catalog back in the day I would that, that sounds legit <laughs> oh wow that took me back i'd forgotten about that or maybe i tried to but yeah this whole saging thing for 300 bucks i love the idea of him thinking like yeah it's kind of like bullshit but i believe in it and these guys are probably just like you know smoking a joint while i'm out doing whatever and they pretend to sage my house but i don't know it would either of you do that it... no fuck no <laughs> Next no uh no that's not my, it's not my thing um you're not no. a sage master <laughs> no i am neither sage and and character nor content i guess um no 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 i would not i i can't i can't get on board with having like witches come come to your house and Burn sage. You know, I when we moved into this house, my friend, she's like, I need to do whatever, put whole, you know the holy water thing because there could be evil spirits and stuff. So it's similar to that. And I was just like, go, you know, whatever, make yourself excited, do whatever you need to do. That's not, not that's not what I meant. Go ahead and like do that, but I don't. I'm not paying for it. I'm not certainly not doing any of that stuff and by the way if i was into that i really probably wouldn't talk about it on a show <laughs> i just do it quietly well, that's also the thing like none of that shit is free like you're paying people who work at a at a crystal store to come and do like basically do a magic spell they're right. casting like anti or whatever spell from an rpg that stops bad magic so i, I don't i don't know i don't know man I don't know. So just, I, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but crystals will be in your gift bags tomorrow. I mean, Saturday at LA Podfest. I was going to say, when I was listening to that, I was thinking of getting a crystal on a leather cord oh as God. a gift for please Allison. Do it. Please do that. No, get her like work. rose quartz or something like that because it's pretty. No, get her, just get her the amethyst. Get her purple one. She's got her well, purple new whatever. I was so I was thinking about that when they were talking about this because like you know how like they have like your birthstone for your month or whatever. Yeah. And I think for April it's like cubic zirconia, and I was like, oh, of course I have the wackiest no, one. No, it's like, diamond. Fucking... Kidding me? It's a fake diamond. I thought it was diamond, just diamond, not cubic yeah. zirconia. Because <laughs> back when they had birthstone charts, there was no cubic zirconia then, was there? I'm sure there was. And my son's April. He's and he's all about. Hey, it's the diamond. It's the best. Mine is the worst. It's garnet. <laughs> it's a cheap garnet. Cheap ruby. <laughs> wow, I don't even know what that is. I've never even heard that. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking. I'm like, 
Because, like, I, I could get into the birthstone thing uh, if I had a cool one. But, like, not for me because I don't wear, like, jewelry like that. But you're into rap. You should, like, wearing diamonds. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if I ever win the lottery, I am going to buy a Rockefeller chain. Oh, and you fuck. know what that is. But holy cow. I that can is see it now. Thing. I have no idea what it is, but I'm sure I can picture it. No, you can't. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> someone some rapper should be super into birthstones to get one that's all topaz or something yes yeah i was gonna say were you ever into turquoise lisa yeah <laughs> i knew it because i was like well before you said your southwest thing i was like you strike me as like you've gone through a, a turquoise phase oh that's the worst thing ever <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah I was really getting down to my Native American roots. <laughs> um, have either of you had parents tell you something that you thought was true until you got older and someone was like, that's not fucking true, you idiot? Everything. Uh, Everything. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing Jenna said about her mom with the air conditioning, I don't know where I learned it from, but I also had that thought or I believed that. Well, I didn't believe it. I, I heard it and... I thought maybe it's possible, but I was like, I don't think so. But there are a ton of those, and I just can't think of any right now. I know, on the air conditioning thing, I don't think I've heard it, but I definitely know when it's on at night, and the next day I have a sore throat. So I don't think it's getting a cold, but it definitely messes with your with your respiratory system, I think. It's funny Jenna said it, because I thought, oh, that's that's actually a, a big Asian thing. Like they, mm. There's a common superstition that, you know, in certain in Korea or Japan or China or certain parts of them, like if you go to sleep with a fan on, then you'll get sick. Or if you're if you're sick and have a fever, you can't have a fan on because it'll just make you sicker or something like that. So I wondered if that's something that her mom just happened to think already, or if it was something she picked up in South Korea. Interesting. I can't. You know, I can't think of any that my mom has told me. But there are some that my husband told me that you know he would say, oh, you know. He would say something. I'm like, that's not a thing. And your grandpa just totally <laughs> fucked with you. And you only believed it this whole time. Like, if you go out and walk in the grass with no shoes on or, or no socks, that, like, worms are going to crawl up into your feet. Like, they're going to go into your feet and into your body. Like, they're going to enter your body through your feet. So he would, like, you know, scare him into not wearing shoes, you know, into wearing shoes outside, which is totally crazy. He's like, yeah, the worms will get in your, into your, you know, foot or whatever. I'm like, listen to what you just said. <laughs> and so like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to be politely racist here. Uh, where, where is your husband's grandfather from? <laughs> uh, he's German. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've heard of, like, weird superstitions, like, if you look at dog shit, then then you'll get an eye infection from looking at it or yes. stuff like that from certain countries. Well, his his grandpa also lived in a heavily populated with Asian people. Like, all of his friends were Asian. So I don't also know if he just... I don't know if that's where you're going, but he had a lot of, like, superstitious kind of things that, um, that came with that also, I think. But mm. uh, there was another one, the... I don't know if you guys have it where you guys live, but we have these like wildflowers that grow. I call them lemongrass, but it's not actually lemongrass. It's like you can chew on it. It tastes like citrusy. It's got a yellow flower and it's like long kind of grass weed type of thing, but it's pretty. I, don't I know just eat food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I used to get a freaking like, over here. 
chew on it when I was a kid and like my kids will collect it and like it's pretty. But my husband's family, I think it was his grandpa, also told him that those only grow where dogs pee. <laughs> so he still believes that. Because he's like, see, that's right where dogs pee. I'm like, yeah, but look at where there's this other patch. Of no dogs are back there. Like, <laughs> there's nothing behind it to justify it. But somewhere out there, someone knows what I'm talking about. It's a little yellow flower and you can eat the... Yeah, I eat food too. God. Anyways... Well, those are the only two I could think of. I couldn't give. I'm sure that I have some other ones, but are you guys are you guys superstitious, like with the umbrellas and the ladders? In, okay, in theory, like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I would never open an umbrella in the house. But I don't. There, I really don't believe that. Like, I don't know. I I don't. If I was at a shop and I opened, it, I would kind of feel weird, but ladders and eh, mirrors i still i do think about it though i you know every day i use a mirror and i'm holding it and i think what if i drop it what if i have <laughs> like that's really going to be a thing i don't know and i have a black cat so i don't i don't, I don't believe that part but i don't know are you me no i would you know, i would actually no. <laughs> i would actually do those things on purpose like you know like don't split a pole i would do that well i used to so i don't like stepping on cracks but i think that's different it's not because i think oh it's gonna break your mom's back or whatever i just don't like it don't like stepping on them and i will like make sure my steps are like like you know like on the sidewalk it's like oh, i can take two steps then the, it's the the crack so i have to go over that then i can take one then it's another one then i have to take two and then one and then two and then one but i think that's more ocd than uh superstition but i broke a mirror uh, because I, sh I started shaving in the shower because I was like, it's just cleaner and quicker and just better in general. But I was like, I need a, a mirror in the shower. And I broke it. And I was like, if something bad happens today, then maybe I'll believe it. But I've broken like two more mirrors since then. So oh my gosh. not true. For me, I'm not superstitious at all. Uh, with the caveat that I do get super creeped out by like supernatural. Like if I see a, a movie about like if I see like paranormal activity or or drag me to hell or some or the ring or something like that, I will get creeped out like late at night, you know, in the dark in my bedroom. Like I'll I'll be I'll be thinking like, oh, what if what if my door just opened right now and someone's on the other side or something <laughs> like that. But I don't have any actual like daylight hour superstitions about anything. So you're cool with ladders and umbrellas and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's not really nah. Nah, none of that matters. I like how Jenna goes out of her way to just be like, I'm going to do this in the house because fuck the universe is not really going to hurt me. Well, she doesn't really say that, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe in her head. I don't know. But I like how I she I did like that too. Out. Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of cute. But she does hate black cats and it has nothing to do with superstition. I just know she does. Yeah, uh, we used to have a black cat actually. Really? And, yeah. And. I was I was never like I thought it was kind of interesting, but like I don't know. Sabrina the Teenage Witch had a black cat and she was fine. <laughs> and also, I one time that I can remember in my life that a cat crossed my path. That doesn't usually happen, but one time uh, this happened with Brittany. Actually, hi Brittany. I think it was like the last time she was here. We went to we went to a bar at the Disneyland Hotel. And we were all walking out and just like talking and, and this cat came out of the bushes and just crossed right in front of us. I'm like, okay, hopefully nothing bad happens right now. I'm pretty sure it was a black cat, but all of us looked at each other and like, oh, that's never happened to us before. <laughs> I don't know. That, I, I don't know. Do, do you ever have cats even cross your path? I don't know. I don't know. 
So, Jenna's journal. T.S., what do you think about it? Jen, yes. I, I do. I, first okay, of all, so I, you're I, summing it up exactly because it was a tad lackluster. <laughs> yeah, I do. I feel bad for poor Murfin a little bit, even though he was a creepy old guy. I, I did appreciate how much they used the, the fake name Murfin <laughs> and how much that how much that's not a name. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the guy was creepy. Uh, it seemed like a weird journal entry to pick. It was interesting to hear about her journal, what it looked like, and that it was a, that she has a different one for different you know times of her life because they represent how she's feeling, and that's pretty funny. And and it was also nice to see like a little bit behind the scenes of her being an intern for David Letterman, which was kind of interesting. I would love to hear the dirt she has on uh, what's his face, Paul Schaefer. I assumed she was joking about that. She know. sounded like she was. I don't want to ask her on Saturday. I thought, yeah, I was like, I thought she was serious, and I was like adding that to the list of questions. <laughs> if there's a all questions, no holds barred uh, panel, this is what we're asking you, ma'am. Rafi, what did you think about the journal entry? I actually thought it was really good. Um, it, I get what you guys were saying, like uh, kind of like eh, it wasn't the best, but I did like it because. Um, we got to see what it was like to uh, know Jenna back then a bit. And she mentioned that nun roller skating story before. <laughs> so yes. I was happy to hear who it was, John Murphin. Yeah, <laughs> creepy older dudes are creepos. And I, I really want to know who it is. But then like, I'm, like if I can Google them and find a picture, I'm just going to be like, ugh, what a fucking creep. So I don't want to know. I know. I think that's the whole thing is just strange that she kind of entertained it a little longer than you would maybe expect if you're not interested i don't know i think that's the the women being conditioned to just be polite mm-hmm. and like i think it's just that polite thing that women are socialized to do i think yeah i think you might be right i know i've definitely gotten into situations where i'm like i don't even what am i even dating this person for <laughs> just because i'm just being polite, like, okay, I'll go out on a date with you. Oh, you want to go on more? All right. Well, yeah, you Sounds said cool. before, you said in an, other ep- in an old episode that anyone who would ask you out, you just say yes, because they asked you out. And, and Allison was saying that she was kind of doing that too. Yeah. But, or that some older guy came on to her and she was shocked that she didn't go for it. Yeah, and I never really had the older guy thing. I think there were maybe been a couple of guys. Yeah. Not that I dated, but you could tell that they were interested and I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of really young, <laughs> so go away. No, I never told anyone to go away, but uh, I always had other people that I was dating, so they would probably be more scared of that guy, <laughs> those guys. But yeah, it's weird. That whole thing is very strange to me because it is like such a double standard. If it was switched around, it would be like the creepy, you know, like it's weird when it's an older lady and it's not as acceptable. I guess it's, well, maybe it's becoming more acceptable, but what kind of person is interested in someone that young at that age is kind of strange to me. A uh, dude. <laughs> a dude who like wants to hook up with a 20-year-old. As as I get older, I do that is that is weird. Like I don't know. I when I was younger, I'd I'd always feel like older guys were trying to poach younger women and I I get irritated just from a sort of like a jealousy competition type level but as i'm 32 i wouldn't date a 20 year old so for like a 45 year old guy that's it's pretty weird i just can't imagine like you have to explain to them what things are (laughs) 
you know, the whole thing is just kind of strange. You're in different, I think like Al said, you're in different phases of life. It's kind of strange to go back to that. I don't know. 40 and 20 is just very strange to me. That sounds like it was, I would assume based on, on nothing that that was kind of his thing though. He'd like, he, you yeah. know, hit on the young interns. Yeah, I guess true. That's true. There, there's probably plenty of them to go around. <laughs> um, but no, I, the part of town I live in, there's a lot of like college kids around. So if you go to the, the one of the grocery stores at certain times, there's a bunch of 18 year old girls walking around and it's like, I feel like I should be perving on them, but it's like, no, they're, they're kids. It's weird now. No Murphins here. Not yet. I mean, no. In the future, <laughs> you know, time slips away. Your standards get lowered. You know. That's true. I'll check back in in about eight years, see who what interns you're hitting on. So interns too, like someone who kind yeah. of who you're above, like career wise, who you kind of maybe have influence over. That's that's not that's not cool either. That's totally true. Someone that is connected, as she said, is kind of using his connections. In more than one way. I, lo- I love how he thought that she was just not going to be Mormon. <laughs> Isn't that when it's going to happen, if it's going to happen? Yeah, like, I guess so. College, yeah. Especially being from Utah and then going to New York. It'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, try this and try that. And then next thing you know, you're like, yeah, maybe Mormonism isn't for me. But uh, he did not uh, plan on her being a true Mormon, I guess. Right. I do love that it brought in the nun roller skating story because that's one of those things, one of those things that just needs to be in a movie or a show or something. Just you can't make that up. <laughs> that's the kind of thing if you see it in a sitcom, you're like, get the fuck out. Yes. Of yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally true. You're like, okay, hokey, hacky, piece of whatever. It's like, no, this really happened. Oh, yeah. So the advice segment. Um, I like that they have the advice segment. I think we talked about that on here that it's, I think they all give really good advice and it's all not even all the same advice. It's all kind of a different perspective, but it comes together to this very good conclusion of advice, I think, hopefully, but it always makes me, I don't know. It seems kind of strange to hear someone that young listening to the show and sending in their questions, but I don't know, Rafi, what do you think about the advice he was like 18, right? Oh, okay. I thought he was younger than that. Well, I think they were like seniors in high school. Okay. Right? Yeah, I guess, oh, man. I, yeah. I wish I had this show when I was in high school. <laughs> right? As far as his his dilemma, um, I think they gave him the perfect advice, but I think he would just learn, like, with age, you know, he would just learn that this girl is not crazy. Just a lady. <laughs> you... you <laughs> can't like he can't do anything to help her she has to figure her shit out and so he just has to remove himself from the situation but i have a huge problem with the fact that he said something like we were having intercourse for a month i'm like who the fuck talks like that what are you like uh daniel actually when when uh that part got read aloud daniel's like what (laughs) you can hear him in the background That's a little strange. Maybe it's somebody older. (laughs) It sounded just like a real cry for help. Like this person is stuck somewhere and needs our help. I I think it was just like, I can kind of picture this kid. Like they said, he's like, like he said, he's kind of shy and like he was very well-spoken in the letter. So I think he just is kind of a type of guy who would say intercourse, but it sounds so weird. Uh, Well, they they gave good advice. I say that guy needs to turn, turn and run and just don't try and fix anybody because... You're going to be doing it for the rest of your life with this person or the next person. Just get your own shit together. Fuck that person. That's my advice. 
Go yeah, in, go intercourse someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been like involved with anyone who's like mentally ill like that, but I have been. I've had crushes on people who, like years later, I look back and like, oh, thank God, I didn't didn't end up getting involved with that person. And one of the things, especially because he's like eighteen, one of the things about being young like that is that you don't realize. You twenty years later, you'll look back and be like, oh, I. I was like 10 years away from even understanding what was going on, let alone like trying to fix someone or something that they have to fix themselves anyway. So it's 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 kind of hard to explain to him how sort of out of his depth he is. But I think they did a pretty good job. I think so, too. And if he's writing in for advice, then he's hopefully open to listening to the advice. He needs help. He's ready for help. I mean. Well, you know, until she comes back for more intercourse. <laughs> I know that intercourse is, is sure is tempting. Keeps you in a crazy <laughs> relationship. <laughs> Such a stupid sentence. That intercourse is tempting. <laughs> it sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> oh, this appetizing intercourse. Speaking of appetizing, we talked about this on another episode, but I don't know if you guys have had sixlets before either of you mm, they look vaguely familiar but i i wouldn't remember them i've never had them i've never seen them and i'm about to google them because i totally forgot about them and i'm very curious okay i'm pretty i'm pretty well versed in the sixlets because they're the cheaper version of m&ms and they come in a lot of th- goodie bag things for the kids or whatever they're just i'm shocked that these people like them because these are like trash M&M's and they're relating them to Whoppers or multi-flavored? Not at all. They're like Carib's excuse of M&M's. They're not good. Okay, I'm looking at them and I have seen them before and on Google Images the second uh, picture is from Old Time Candy. Um, I, I don't think I've ever had them though but like, I think it was Allison said they're maltier than she remembers. And that makes me think I would like them because I like Whoppers, as I right. think we've discussed on here. And Whoppers are one of my favorite. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> one I of your to... favorite? You put Whoppers up there, like, yeah. at the top? of Wow. Not okay. the top, but the very top, but it's in there. I love Whoppers. <laughs> okay, really quick. we got to rank our, like, top, just our number one candies. That's really hard. But peanut... Peanut butter cups, Reese's. Yeah, that's what you know. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, peanut M and M's, Snickers, and I For like me, Whoppers, and I like Junior Mints. <laughs> <laughs> They're very refreshing. Um, <laughs> For me, number one is the Ferrero Ferrero Rocher. Oh, those are good. Hard, hard to say, but they are fucking delicious. That's number one, no matter what. I think yeah, I burned out my hazelnut taste buds because those are so good that I ate it too much. But one of my favorite kind of candies, candies is marzipan. And that's not, I wouldn't, see, I would, I have it in two different ca- categories because that's not like, that's just a different, I, I don't know. It wouldn't be like in my top five, but it is pretty much my number one of all time, like candy, if I had to pick something. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh- yeah. It <laughs> doesn't uh, con- make sense at all, but it's two lists for some reason. Uh, controversial question. Uh, black licorice, where are you guys Ugh. at? No. It's garbage. I'm wow. like uh, marzipan and jo- Jordan almonds in my old lady category of top. That, 
That's some hardcore old lady candy. <laughs> and ginger snaps are my favorite cookies. <laughs> eh. Well, besides chocolate chip, of course. See, there's two different sections, though. But, you know, marzipan, you can't get everywhere. And I don't just like plain. It has to be dark chocolate covered and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of different. If I was on a desert island, it'd have to be Reese's, I guess. But Sixlets are nowhere on any list. And they're not like Whoppers at all. Maybe they had some old ones that kind of turned powdery on the inside or something. Don't try them. Try them for the show, but don't. I don't know. Don't. Speaking of try it for the show, um, I forgot to mention, I, we skipped it last time, but I got the cotton candy grapes, Brittany, and they're pretty fucking delicious. I wonder if uh, Kung Pao Bistro is going to get a bunch of horrible Twitter feed action in their restaurant after this episode. I almost uh, want to go there because of it. <laughs> yes. Um, I saw one tweet from uh, some drunken woman named at Zanera Park on Twitter who <laughs> tweeted at them. I think we should go there. That should be another place we, we hit up Kung Pao Bistro. That actually sounds, yeah, they said it wasn't that great, didn't they? We're going to be really fat after this uh, PodFest trip. We're going to Kung Pao Bistro. We're going to Sir. We're going to the Pepperoncino place. Palm. The oh, palm. yeah. Well, we'll be full in another way. <laughs> Over there. Do either of you have anything else from Thursday? Mm, oh, well, Daniel's fat pass, which I enjoyed. <laughs> his fat hall pass. By the way, has, did you see the Twitter, the new Twitter person? It's Is called it? at, at 20-year-old fat chick. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> they hit me up. They hit uh, Daniel up and Alice. They have four people that they're following, and they asked if they could get Daniel's digits. <laughs> At 20-year-old fat chick. <laughs> and it's like a chubby Kim Kardashian. T.S., what do you feel, how do you feel about the fat pass? I thought it was funny the path that got, got them to that fat pass because she kind of misspoke and everyone misunderstood what she said. You can just go get a fat chick or, or start with fat. <laughs> what did she say? Uh, find a fat one is the, the actual <laughs> quote. <laughs> just find a fat one. <laughs> I think I heard it the same way everyone else heard it, of like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then she backtracked. I was like, no, because I was a fat 20-year-old and I would have dated an older guy or whatever. It's like, well, okay. It does almost seem like a nice compromise if you're like a <laughs> swinger couple or something. Like, find someone who's who's not like your partner and get some sort of weird pass. Yeah, that is true. I, I wouldn't be signing up for that, but I can, I know whenever I see like an ex of my husband's or something, I'm like pleasantly surprised when they're ugly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, I'll be friends with them. It's no big deal. <laughs> so maybe that's not really exactly the same thing, but it's kind of like one of those like, eh, okay, they, they have to be lesser for it. To yeah. Be it's, that's, that's the, the concept that Allison accidentally implied yeah <laughs> well this weekend i'm sure that no oh, okay that cut that out er, i was about to say this weekend maybe he used the past but i didn't mean to say podfest goers are all fat. well that's exactly that just, what you said i know and you're I saying there are for sure 20 year old fat chicks at the la podcast festival i mean there's almost no other way to interpret what you yeah, said just now. i went down a road that i tried to make a u-turn and there wasn't no room to do it um, there's a fat chick there yeah <laughs> There's a whole wall of fat chicks. Rafi, did you stumble upon anything exciting over there? Oh, we did. Did we really talk about the croissant pronunciation? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How did I not write that down? Duh. That was 
first of all, okay, I guess because that came up during JMO's, but it's funny because that JMO on Monday's episode would have been ridiculed, I think, by Sophia. <laughs> it would have been just like, eh, okay, let's just move on to the next one because that person's dumb. But it turned into like the most hilarious conversation ever. <laughs> How do you say it, Rafi? If I'm being normal, I say croissant, but I will say croissant, but that's to you be You will? To be annoying. Uh, okay. I hate to mention this, and I'm 99% sure I'm going to edit it no, out. No, no, no. Yet again, in Sex in the City, actually, the last <laughs> time I mentioned it, it was the same story arc. So she's going to move to friends to be with that Mikhail Burishnikov's character mm-hmm. and she says like what are you gonna do in Paris eat croissant and I was just like that's the first time I've ever heard it pronounced properly and ever since then I was like never say it like that <laughs> I'm so glad it's on here permanently um T.S. how do you pronounce it uh like a goddamn American uh <laughs> first of all but no yeah I I can't I'm not irritated by people who say croissant because I I imagine it's more accurate but it is it's uh, it's not how I would pronounce the word. Yeah, I would not either. I've taken French. I appreciate the French language, but I would not say it that way. That is how you say it. But I would never almost accidentally say it. I would just say it like Jensen says, like, you know, like an American <laughs> or whatever he was. It was funny how much he picked on her for it. And she was like, but no, uh, she was trying to backpedal so hard out of that one. It's like, no, no. <laughs> so this brings something up that I think is interesting. What words will you pronounce in their language and which mm. ones won't you? Because when I go to Chipotle, I ask for a burrito but and I, just... call it, I call it Chipotle. But right. when I, because I get, um, I get half chicken, half barbacoa uh. and I'll say barbacoa. I won't say barbacoa. <laughs> so, uh, so you don't say pollo? <laughs> Excuse me. No. I don't think I pronounce anything correctly. Actually, the other day, oh my gosh. <laughs> and nobody called me out on it, so it's fine. But I was talking about where I like wines from. And I like wines from Argentina and from Spain and Italy. And I said, and Chile. <laughs> but that just came out normal. That's like, apparently I like wines from Chile. <laughs> You're like That's- so cultured. Yeah, I mean, you're apparently an international traveler, but that's not that's not a bad one, I don't think. Because it not, is like the proper name of the place. I'm but shocked that my husband didn't go, really? Yeah, that's true. From where now? You didn't say Argentina, Argentina properly, though. Argen- Argentina? I can't say it right. Yeah, so where do you guys draw the line? Like, what do you say and what won't you say? Uh, I, w- <laughs> I would default to whatever the person I'm talking to is going to understand. Like, no, that's good. Like, I studied Japanese for a while. I would never say karate or fucking <laughs> karaoke, even though they're, they're correct. <laughs> Those are the correct pronunciations if you were speaking right. in Japanese. But no one who you're talking to <laughs> knows or cares that. Because you're right. It just sounds like, yeah, you, yes, it's that's the proper pronunciation in that language. But like Jensen says, like, we live here and we speak English. So that's how you pronounce it here. <laughs> Sure, and people in other language like butcher English words and expressions too. So it's you know, it's not a big thing. It's true, and we live in a, a a culture where we have every kind of culture mixed into one. So there's no way we could pronounce each thing the way it's supposed to be. If you go to other places, I think it's a little bit less concentrated. It's more concentrated with just the one culture. You know, I don't know. I we just went to Japanese tonight, and I 
I was trying to say everything like, you know, without sounding s- stupid, but I didn't want to be overly pronouncing, pr- pronouncing it. So they're like, we get it. <laughs> we know what's on our menu. You can just. <laughs> like, who is this racist woman who's fucking making fun of us right now? Again? <laughs> Lisa, stop doing that with your eyes. <laughs> That's a joke from Get Up On This. But if someone said like, like vagina or something instead of feed, that would be that would be equally <laughs> crazy. Vagina. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, you can pronounce like that. <laughs> that would be crazy to say at a Mexican restaurant. Vagina. <laughs> that's not how that's pronounced at all. It's not. What are you? What are you trying to order, sir? <laughs> I'll have a taco. So I might be making generalizations, but you know Dragon Ball Z, don't you, TS? Uh, yeah. Pretty yeah. well. It's not my favorite show, but I I grew up at a time and also being interested in like Japanese nerd stuff where I'm pretty familiar with it. Okay, my friends love it, and I could not give a shit about it. But so I, I you know, there's a character named Vegeta, yep. and uh, to be an idiot, I always call him Vagina, <laughs> and my friends think it's pretty hilarious. But uh, no one else would get it; they would just think uh-huh. I'm a it's funny when you asked about Dragon Ball Z, I thought you were talking about another rap artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, Lisa. Actually, from another podcast from Who Charted, there's um, Howard Kramer, and his rap name is Dragon Boy Suede. So you're kind of close, but he's not a real rapper. Oh, that's who I got it mixed up with. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Maybe it was in the back of your the recesses of your mind. Yeah, a show I've never seen. I think that's right. I mean, heard. <laughs> okay. You should listen to Who Charted. It's pretty good. Only yeah. if a good if a good guest is on. But anyway. Well, I'm gonna. There's so many that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna look that up, and then I put my notes away, and then forget about it for a week until and I have to take notes again. You're too busy listening to your old people podcast. Seriously. Which, which is that new? What is it? The one the one you're into now? Oh, um, Marzipan. You must. <laughs> I hate sixlets. It's ribbon uh, candy monthly. <laughs> uh, it's mothball monthly. Thank it's you very plastic much. Plastic on the couch weekly. <laughs> Can you hear that noise? Oh, I just scooted over. No, it's you must remember this. Okay. Yeah, I just okay. see from the title that it's an old people podcast. Oh, like, yeah, dust this puppy off because no, Lisa's there's... listening to her podcast. I need to just crank it to get my pod, my iPod going. How about some JMO? Should we talk about those? T.S., why don't you go first? What's your favorite JMO? Uh, I did not copy down any of the JMOs. That is okay. Um, Just read them all because I also don't have one. I didn't I didn't write any of them down. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I wrote yes. one down. I did not write all of them down. I liked the, the one about Silverfish on Monday, but I don't know who wrote it, and I don't even know what I'm going to say about it. I don't think I really like it that much. Um, Thursdays, uh, Maria said, the more your posts are about how perfect your life is, the more I think you are posting to convince yourself. And I totally agreed with Colonel Jeff, how he's like, no, I think you're just trying to convince the world that your, that your uh, life is perfect. That's half the reason why I hate Facebook because I don't, whenever I post something, I think I don't, people don't give a fuck about what, where I'm checking into or like what I'm up to. Like, it's just, it's too much. Like I don't really give a shit about everybody's meals and like whatever. And like, it's, I don't know. It, it's a little bit too much, but there is um, a mommy blogger that I'm friends with on Facebook. And it's one of those, this is what I hate about Facebook. And this is like the new, not new thing. This is what I hate about social media. You go to someone's house and you're hanging out with them 
And then their friends are there. And then the next day you get a Facebook friend request from these people. I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't even know you. So then, you know, I, I always accept. And like this lady is this mommy blogger who like her life is so perfect and everything. And I just really want to interview the kids one day when they're older and just be like, so what was it really like? Like, is she really the devil or like, you know what I mean? I don't know. You guys probably don't follow mommy bloggers like uh, Daniel and Al don't. <laughs> I mean, unless you count Allison, I guess. Um, but no, no, I don't follow. No, I, I, my impression from what I've heard is that there's a lot of, um, holier than thou looking down on other moms for, you know, you, you only breastfed for, you know, eight months and I did it for two years. You know, don't you care about your baby? Right. Have asthma, that sort of thing. Yep. And then like the perfect, yes, I make the perfect dinner every single night. My kids are always totally dressed perfectly and everything's it is all way too perfect. And every time I see the, uh, a post on Facebook, especially it, I always think I really want to know what's going on behind the scenes. Like I want to know what happened before that picture, like two seconds before that picture. I want to know what was happening. Like I want to see the reality tour of these mommy blockers, <laughs> you know, like, and I think what Allison said, she says, I want to be part of the honest tweets from people who are struggling group. <laughs> And I think that would be more real. I don't know. I know, Rafi, you hate uh, Facebook, but for whatever your reasons are, I'm sure they're similar to mine and everybody else's. But what do you think about people's posts about their everything? About everything? I think where where I see it and shocking that it's uh, related to Facebook is on Instagram. People put these fucking pictures that no one gives a shit about. It bugged me so much that I started unfollowing certain people. So... Just like on Twitter, the only people I follow are people that I want to see their pictures. I think the closest to, like, mommy bloggers that I've seen, other than, obviously, Jenna and, like, uh, Mary Catherine Ham, is uh, Chrissy Teigen. Will, I will occasionally somehow find one of her pictures on Instagram. She, I think she does a good job of showing you that she has help in the kitchen or whatever. You know, stuff like that. But still, it's like, you know, it's John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, and they're like in their super expensive house. So right. it's not something that I can relate to. Yeah, Facebook is stupid. And the reason <laughs> I hate it is not because, not only because like, you know, some strangers like, hey, I want to be friends. I'm like, I have no idea who you are. But because it's so bloated with shit you don't need. Why is there like a list of a thousand things on the left? How come every time my fucking mouse is anywhere on the page, something pops up like, hey, do you want this? Fuck Facebook. And but join the Facebook group uh, for this podcast, Best Friends Fancast and Lisa, a request because it's private. We, we have fun there. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, I'm, I'm having fun there. It makes, it makes Facebook bearable. But other than that, I only want to talk about Allison and stuff like that on Twitter and there. And, you know, Facebook is for sharing pictures with people that are around here that are my family but other than i don't know i just these people with their fake ass lives i i think there's an untapped uh something there where you can be like the reality the real mommy blogger where you're like oh my god <laughs> this is what's really happening and i think allison and jenna would do awesome at that like uh, you will maybe enjoy this new bonus podcast episode yes. they just put out. All right. See, you hear that? You guys have to be Patreon supporters. <laughs> you guys mm -hmm. have to hear it, too. I can't wait. I'm going to go listen to it after this. Well, I think that was a, a good place to wrap it up, unless either of you have anything else to say. Uh, 
perfect is a dangerous word and anyone who says oh i have a perfect family or a perfect marriage or whatever is crazy and best case scenario they're lying uh more likely they're in denial and can't admit how they were really raised or what relationship they're really in that's all happy happy new year everybody <laughs> you know i think that that is said perfectly and we all know what's really going on so Go fuck yourselves. Um, yeah, so where can we find you, TS? Uh, at the LA Podcast Festival. Um, you can find me at the airport in about uh, eight hours. No, no. In about, yeah, in about eight to ten hours, uh, feeling bad because I didn't get any sleep because it is 9 p.m. right now. My flight is at like 10 in the morning and I still have gotten nothing packed. So we'll see how tonight goes. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, also, I'm on Twitter. Yes, where? <laughs> At TSDCX. I don't really uh, tweet anything, but uh, uh, say hi, I guess. Hey, Rafi, where can we find you? You can uh, find LAX. <laughs> you can find me at the airport at uh, five in the morning. Uh, that's seven hours from now, if you're keeping track. And then you can find me at LA Podfest, rocking an ill fit. You can find me at Arms the Guitars, but why would you do that? Um, feel free to go to underscore underscore Ashley on Twitter instead of me, and check out her Walk for MS, which is coming up at the end of October. Um, it's good karma. If you've been stealing crystals, this will make up for it tenfold. And also the In This Together Festival, like I said, Beth Stelling doing stand-up, uh, Daniel Johnston music, Mental Pod, tons of great stuff. All right. Well, I'm so glad that both of you are on. I can't believe I'm going to see you in person in a couple of days at LA PodFest. And thank Ooh. you for, I'm sorry, I kept you. And I thank you for being on the show uh, when you still haven't even packed your oversized sunglasses yet. So I'm going to let you get back to that. If you want to be on this show, email me, bfancast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at bfancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. Thank you and see you in LA. Bye.